Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Today, the approximate number system reviewed, a huge need for Discoculia awareness. Math is all around us, someone new to Discoculia in South Africa, and an attitude change in Discoculia. This is our podcast for week 9 in 2016, and with us is Dr. Schroeder from DiscoculiaServices.com. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. We'll be looking at the links provided on our website, Discoculia Headlines, this week. And let's jump this right in. Here is uh, a complicated uh, posting about the approximate number system, something that's always very magical for us. And apparently they've reviewed it. There's more research. What can we learn today? Yes, this really interesting uh, review article discusses the symbol grounding problem. So, how do numerical symbols, like number words, become meaningful in our, in our, in our kids' brains and in our, our brains? A.K.A. How do we link them with quantities in the real world? Now, relatively recent research talks about the ANS, the Approximate Number System. For the uh, number, that's a part of the Number Sense Center, mm-hmm. and which is innate and that we share uh, with other animals uh, living in social groups. Innate, that means you were born with it. Absolutely. And after review of a large number of these scientific articles, it seems very unlikely that the numerical symbols are grounded in the ANS, and that it is extremely difficult to find that association between symbolic and and non-symbolic numerosity. Okay. Now, and this is very significant for the learning process as an association between the symbolic numbers, so the words, and the uh, approximate number system, where we do estimating and compare quantities, must be forged by cognitive control. It doesn't happen automatically. We're not born with it. Okay. And that obviously brings to mind the issue of students with ADD or ADHD who must uh, struggle with accomplishing that. So very interesting and uh, this article really uh, makes you want to follow the new developments in the field. Very interesting. Right, it's all brand new. It's uh, from from March uh, 2016 so this is all brand new uh, research that we're trying to digest for you here. Thank you very much for that. The, uh, the next link that we have um, that's uh, somebody, and I think uh, they're from South Africa. And um, the picture definitely looks like. It. <laughs> I, I yeah, recognize yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or maybe this. No, this is not the one from South Africa. That comes later in the program. The, uh, oh, oh, here is somebody who uh, who exemplifies a huge need that there is for dyscalculia. Absolutely. Well, um, the awareness of it. It's amazing here if you read this story. Yeah, and, and, and this blog, uh, there are several interesting uh, links and her comment. Well, first it uh, goes to uh, the power of dyslexia, which provides information and research and resources for dyslexic kids, uh, dyslexic adults, and for parents of children with uh, dyslexia. 
And there is indeed some introductory info about uh, dyscalculia as well. So the second one um, is about your amazing brain. Uh, this is uh, a site um, at Bristol Science Center, which is a great museum and activity center supported by the Wellcome Trust in the UK. It's a, it's a leading charity in the field of promoting knowledge in uh, science. And um, her, her comment was, uh, no one has a clue what it is. And probably what she meant was, um, we still, a lot of people are not aware about dyscalculia and we need to do a better job to disseminate that information. And that's actually some of the things that we're trying to do here with the, with the podcast as well. Uh, another link goes to Understood, uh, where uh, Tony Atwood, a respected author in the field of dyscalculia, mm -hmm. uh, highlights the um, different subgroups of uh, students with uh, dyscalculia. He also uh, has an online test for around $80, depending on, on the exchange rate uh, with the UK at that moment. And... Uh, the writer of this blog apparently is a uh, teacher. Right, a UK teacher. Yeah. But uh, she is, she still doubts the existence of dyscalculia. Uh, now, I can share, uh, this is my sixth year of working with students with dyscalculia full-time. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you from, from my daily experience that there is a big difference between students who are bad at math and students who have true dyscalculia and they definitely this is a different group and they definitely need a different approach so um, I hope she will also um, yeah and, and you can see that in the this. comments the yeah. see the positive I take out of this is that at least she comes she comes out to say you know I have my doubts and what is this dyscalculia thing is it a real thing or not but then the uh, the uh, which is a start for further research, right. and I'm sure that she will find right. uh, interesting. But then reading from the comments, data. and re reading from the comments on her on her blog, uh, you, you can see that people are saying, you know, why don't you come and, and watch here, and you'll learn some more about it. Again, this proves the huge need for awareness about dyscalculia. If even a teacher does not know of the existence or doubts the existence. Now our next um, our next post is a very nice post and, and let's play a little bit of the video clip that's uh, that's included. Mama's curly hair. There's a pattern she had missed. Tessa found she couldn't resist something hidden in the mist at the koi punch gentle's hide. Hi, I'm Emily Grovner. I'm the author and creator of the children's picture book Tessellation. So this is uh, uh, a video about a book for children, uh, and, and the, the head person is Tessa, and she looks at tessellations, get it? <laughs> yes, it's, it's absolutely a delightful children's book. Yeah. Uh, Tessa gets lost in the tessellations, and she finds really beautiful patterns in nature. It's posted by uh, a math teacher called Lucy Ravich, and uh, the author of this new book, Emily Grovener, uh, posted this as a uh, fundraiser, uh, crowdfunding, uh, to get money to get this book. 
published and I think it's 100% worth it. It's a very, very nice book. Good, good. Yeah, and I, I liked it too. And it's a, a very nice video. People should go out there and, and look at it. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and we're reviewing the links provided on our website, DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. Our, our next link is, uh, is the one actually from South Africa that I was referring to earlier. Um, and, and this is someone who says, okay, my, my daughter has been diagnosed with uh, dyscalculia, so now what? And uh, she's, she sends in a, a question to, um, to Miss Susan, who, who answers about school stuff. And the question was, um, hey, my daughter has been diagnosed with dyscalculia, what do we need to do now? And Susan uh, talks about, uh, in her answer, about the foundational skills and about sequential learning, which is actually a, a brand new uh, area in research. And I believe that we will get some very important uh, new news from the research in sequential learning that will be helpful for um, tutoring and, and in-class uh, work for math. Now, uh, Miss Susan, on, that, on her answer, rightly advises uh, the mother who asked the questions to um, address it, to not dismiss it, to find a tutor who is uh, experienced in the area mm -hmm. and uh, experienced with teaching uh, students of the age of her daughter, because that is an important difference as well, and start um, helping her daughter straight away, also preventing that she gets behind too much and will uh, develop math anxiety. And um, it's important to explain that this is not help with homework, but truly working on the basics. Like mentioned on the great books by Professor Butterworth and by Jane Emerson and Patricia Balti, I actually have a link to important books on my website um, under the heading shop. I don't sell these books, I just provide a link for you to find them easily. Right. And they're all available. So uh, yeah, so this is again uh, a nice blog post that, uh, that provides additional information on, on Disco Kuliaf and advice for parents. It's important for people who are, who are new to this, uh, to this situation. Now and then, our last link for the uh, for the week um, is ab about someone who uh, has dyscalculia, and I think that at some stage in in, uh, in the writer's life, she just had to change her attitude to get on with uh, with dyscalculia. Yes, yes, she. Um She's called Natalie, and she graduated from the University of Wisconsin-Madison with a triple major in political science, international politics, and economics. Okay. So we can say this is an extremely bright and dedicated student. Definitely. But she hit the wall because she had to do a math-related exam, and she failed it. Mm. And she started to think about her attitude. And um, she also had several panic attacks when she was studying for this test and during the test. And 
she started thinking about that and she states very rightly that having this dyscalculia, she was diagnosed rather late, doesn't mean that she cannot learn it, only that she has to give herself more time uh, to learn it and maybe in a slightly different format, but that um, she should not stick with the idea, oh, I can't do it and give up. Uh, it's very laudable. She so she's actually changing her mindset from the fix to the growth mindset. Absolutely changing her mindset. Change. She, she right. found this out uh, on her own. Uh, some people who are not there yet, I can only advise them to read the um, uh, articles by Carol Dweck. But this article uh, only uh, is giving so much information and is so written from the heart. Uh, you really need to read this and let other students who struggle in math read this as a very good... Um, as a very good help and, and get them through that period and get them on with their dyscalculia. Yes. Very good. I hope our, our listeners will, uh, will read this and pass it on. And um, that completes our review of the, uh, the links for this week. Thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder. We'll see you back next week. Um, this uh, was Discoculia Headlines Weekly. And we talk with uh, Dr. Schroeder from DiscoculiaServices.com. You can also follow her on Facebook and Twitter. And she has a board that she maintains on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoculiaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoculiaHeadlines.com and we are on Twitter at DiscoculiaHead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at DiscoculiaHeadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.